Yay! The kids are finally asleep. So, do you feel like? I've got a feeling a boss fight's coming up. Ooh! I just got wrecked. Headshot, baby. Ooh! It's your turn to get the baby. So, are you up to the challenge? Run, 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 run! And we're dead. That's when I realized I have no idea what I'm doing. GG. Welcome back to the KJ After Dark Gamer Parents Podcast. My name is Kevin. I'm joined by my wonderful wife, Joanne. Hey guys, if it is your first time here, we are gaming parents. We have two kids and basically this is where we talk about the games and our parenting life. We also have a social media on YouTube and Instagram at KJ underscore after underscore dark. And we also stream every Tuesday night at 9.30 Central on YouTube. So you can join us for a live stream or you can check out the past content there as well. Um, you can also watch the podcast videos there also if that's the way you'd rather do it. Do check us out on our Discord channel. The link to our Discord channel is in the description of our podcast and in our YouTube description. Yeah, and Joanne, you mentioned Instagram and I just wanted to point out that you have been doing a lot of World of Warcraft cooking. Oh um, yes, I'm a wow chef. Yeah, using <laughs> a cookbook that you have, it's all like the different foods from the game and mm -hmm. you're cooking like actual meals that not only have cool names because they come from the game, um, they also look pretty cool and they taste amazing. So you can see the pictures of the dishes and everything on Instagram and she's been doing a lot of that lately. And I get to just enjoy the benefits of eating the food. Uh, and some of the highlights, like being that banana bread recently, best I've ever had. Oh, Firecracker salmon, amazing. That just, was good. Yeah, so many amazing good dishes lately that have come out of that cookbook that you have brought to life. So that's cool. Check that out on Instagram. Right. Thank you. So it's the Easter weekend, and here we are on episode 13. Happy Easter, everybody. Unlucky episode number 13, but hopefully it's just a regular episode. <laughs> Funny. So we've been busy preparing the Easter eggs, filling them out with goodies to prepare for the Easter egg hunt that we have planned for our kids this weekend. Yeah, this is becoming a serious tradition in our family. Um, and really, it's only been the last few years since our son Dylan was old enough to like really hunt for eggs. I will never forget how proud he was of his first Easter egg hunt where he was like just so excited that he found a whole yeah, basket he, of he it. He loves looking for eggs. He's also super competitive. Now our daughter, one and a half years old, who will be her first time joining in on the hunt, is also pretty competitive and they'll just take things from each other and this is going to be a pretty gnarly event with both of them in the hunt now having to both look for eggs and share Share the eggs that they find, or... Uh, if they share. You need to make sure each other's baskets are off limits, because uh, they'll both just try and steal them from each other. Yeah. It's well, going to be we fun. We need to hire, like, a referee or something for, for this event. It's a, it's a big deal. The Easter Bunny is the referee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, we hope you all have a great Easter weekend with your families as well. If you do celebrate Easter... I guess by the time the episode's coming out, I hope everybody had a great Easter weekend, um, enjoyed the holiday, hope you found many Easter eggs, uh, ate lots of chocolate, 
about a visit by the Easter Bunny and all that good stuff. Speaking of Easter eggs, I know at least for our kids being so young, we don't even really have to fill them with anything. I think we are putting some stuff in some of the eggs, but I think the excitement that they just have just by finding empty plastic colorful eggs is like just so cool to them. And it kind of got me thinking about all the different games that we play and how we also enjoy finding the secret hidden things in the games. Yes. How that feels rewarding. The achievements. Yeah, I mean, even if they don't really provide you any benefit or any anything out of it other than just the satisfaction of finding something that not everybody finds or that was somewhat difficult to find or come across, uh, like the Makoko seeds in Lost Ark or... The journal entries in Outriders, which is the game of the week, yeah, Outriders. We'll more about that game later, but mm -hmm. anyways... If you're a gamer, you know exactly what we're talking about, the things that are hidden all throughout the game. It's a kind of like a side quest or journey if you want to try and collect those and find all of them in the game. Um, usually super tedious, but kind of rewarding when you make some progress on that. So kind of like an Easter egg hunt. So fun watching our kids go through the Easter egg, egg hunt and getting a joy out of that. So really looking forward to that um, this weekend. Yep, I agree. Well, that's it for what we had on Easter. Like... Joanne mentioned Outriders was the game of the week. We streamed it the last two Tuesdays, so if you want to see the gameplay, you can go back and watch us playing those. Um, the first video was a lot of the Real. prologue. Yeah, um, prologue, not yeah. that exciting. Was a little quite a few cinematics and all that, so that part's fun to watch. Um, but then the second week was a lot more of the combat, and you get to see us really going at it with enemies and a few boss fights and and probably a little bit more interesting to watch but something um, worth mentioning though was that in the first video there was a technical issue with the audio so you would hear echo um in my voice i guess there was like double mic turn on or something but in the second video you would it was better there was no echoey thing so just wanted to point it out I'll take the blame for that um, with the echo. That was part, mostly my fault. But um, yeah, we did get that fixed for the, the second episode about Outriders. So probably better to just check out that one anyways. Mm -hmm. So anyways, as we talk about Outriders, if it sounds interesting, check out the gameplay and uh, see us experiencing what we're talking about. So anyways, yeah, let's go ahead and dive into Outriders yes. and talk about... It's this game. so I can hardly wait. <laughs> let's start off by saying it is on Game Pass, like almost all of the games that we've played up until this point. So if you have Game Pass, mm -hmm. definitely check this one out. Yes, definitely. Um, this, one's, this one's good. I, I like it. I'll start off by saying that. So it is made by Rare Enix, which if you're a gamer, you've I'm sure you've probably heard of them before. Um, they make the Final Fantasy, Fantasy games, most notably... So they're generally very good in the world of storytelling um, and just overall just designing a pretty good game. The graphics and cinematics. And the graphics are pretty cool too for the most part. Probably not as good as like a lot of Final Fantasy games, but pretty good in Outriders too. Pretty good. Very different um, story and combat and all of that from like Final Fantasy type games. But it is a third person shooter. Um, futuristic yeah it's more futuristic you're not on planet earth anymore you've discovered this new planet and you're trying to go through the story of helping the human race survive on this new planet and 
without ruining too much of the story, certain people on the, this planet, um, what they call altered, and they get um, abilities. kind of like abilities or superpowers, I guess you could call them. Mutants. And, yeah, basically. So you were become you become one of those altered, and so you get to pick what kind of what class you're going to be, basically. And there's four different ones, and I'm forgetting the names of all of them. But which one did you pick, Kevin? Uh, Devastator, I think is what it's called. I forget, but it was the uh, tanky kind of earth seismic ability one. So and you're melee, right? You're like close range attack. Yeah, more like close range. Um, I benefit more by having enemies within close proximity of me. Um, more like defensive and keeping my teammates alive and and as well as myself and still dishing out a decent amount of damage it seems like so i'm i'm happy with the class um decently fun to play seems pretty strong making it feels like it's making the game easier than it would be if i had chosen another class so uh, why don't you tell me what class you picked i'm a pyromancer i think so you can hear pyro means fire so i have the ability to control fire and an attack and i'm I think I'm a range, um, like medium range, not like super long range. But I have medium range attack, so pretty cool to see how I um, incinerate everyone around me and turn them into ash or immobilize them. Yeah, I'm having fun watching a lot of your abilities, like all the fire and the way that your abilities are affecting people, just burning them to a crisp. Yes. And yeah, it seems like the Pyromancer is pretty fun. Um, definitely has a lot more range than mine and I did look it up, it is the Devastator that's the name of the class that I'm playing um, which is cool like I have like a shield, I can like block bullets and like melee attacks and everything for like a decent amount of time and then I can knock people down and I can you know I have like this heroic leap type ability where like you can target somebody and like launch yourself to them and Pretty much one-shot them there. I love it when you impale them. Yeah, you have like a rock impale thing you can do, which looks kind of so cool, but it's yeah, it's not <laughs> seem that good. I, I didn't use that one for very long. But anyways, as you, as you go through the story and you, you gain levels and you um, unlock more abilities, um, you can upgrade your abilities through yeah. your gear as well. Your gear will like boost your abilities and kind of make them a lot better and do more of what they do or firepower yeah change them a little bit armor all that so it's so funny you know like how usually when we play like shooting games like this it's just focusing on like the um gear that you're wearing you know and your weapons but because of your um altered your mutation your ability you also have like this whole skill tree thing going on that is super um confusing to me <laughs> the, yeah, it, your this, this character skill tree has more depth to it than like most shooting games because most shooting games okay you have different weapons that you can equip usually at least two and you can switch between them um here you have two like two main primary weapons and then you also have a pistol so you can carry three weapons well you can have three weapons equipped at a time you can carry a lot more than that but you can only have three equipped at a time you know, and then in addition to that, you have your, all your armor pieces, like your headpiece, chest, hands, feet, 
anyways, you have your gear pieces and yeah. your, your gear slots too. So that's backpack. kind of normal to like any shooting game. But what's unique, I think, about this one is they also mix the spells, the spells or... like the you know the magic abilities in with it too. Normally, you get one or the other in most games. It seems like it's either like a combat game where you're using swords and spells and stuff, or it's a shooting game where you're using a gun and you're not like combining it with spells on top of that. So this one, I can't really think of a game that mixes it Witcher? like this one. Witcher, there's no shooting. It's oh, you're that's, right. that's that's the other that's kind of where it's that you know like the RPG where you're using melee weapons and spells, which you Makes know there's sense, yeah. a lot of games that do it like that, but none that is like a shooting first or third and... person shooter where you're actually using guns and spells all at the same time. What about Final Fantasy? Does it have that? Uh, no, Final, Final Fantasy is not a shooter though, so. That's true. Here you have to actually aim and shoot. That's true. You know, pull the trigger, and then you have spells you use all you know in the same okay. combat. I see your point. Yeah, if you like both kinds of games, and like, yeah, this is just combining all that together, and you really don't get as bored that way because it's not like okay, I'm tired of just aiming and shooting at stuff, you know, for hours, or I'm tired of just casting the same spells over and over again. It's like, okay, well, what if you get to do both together and kind of makes it up a lot more this way so yeah um, but there's a couple other classes they have in the game too besides the two that we picked they also have technomancer mm-hmm. which is like the long range class yeah. which i don't yes. really understand what they do yet but we, they're like tech support or something right like, yeah, well it says they're more like support and use gadgets and that stuff but mm-hmm. i don't really know exactly what they do um other than that but i'd be interested in trying the other classes just to at least kind of see what kind of abilities they have and what they do um, and then the fourth and final class is the trickster, which kind of seems more like an assassin. Like they're close range, you can like teleport behind your enemy and teleport back. Um, kind of more, I guess, stealthy. Um, get in, you do do damage, get out, kind of thing. But anyways, happy with our choices on the classes yeah. we chose so far. And I'm happy with like the um, how I look in there too. Like it's so cool how you can customize your look like. Well, most games do, I think. Well, not really. Not really in this so by, kind of game. By games. look, do you mean like your character yeah, appearance? Yeah, character appearance. Or do you mean like your gear? Character appearance. Because, you know, like most of these kind of games, it's like um, like shooting games. We, they already like pre-designed you know, designed the character for us. Like the one in Left 4 Dead or Back 4 really? Blood. Or like even in Final Fantasy, you already have like... Pre- you're you're playing a character that's already been yes drawn up exactly they already have their own like this customization look. is usually for like mmorpg games you know like lost ark or warcraft you know where we yeah. customize so this is kind of cool where you could customize your own character yeah i think in most games even in like world of warcraft lost ark even a lot of other games um i don't normally pay attention to like how my character looks i kind of speed i just do like something that okay this is this is, looks okay it's good enough like let's get going i want to get into the game but with this one because there's like so many cinematics and your character is in all of those cinematics it's very like story driven which is um kind of normal for a square enix game but i feel like i'm glad i am happy with how my character looks 
because you get to see them a lot, like all the time. Like anybody that yes. you talk to in this game, whether it's for a primary quest or a side quest. Or even just it, to cross the bridge, remember? Yeah, like it <laughs> like cuts into like a, you know, a short cutscene of like you talking to somebody. Um, it's, yeah, so every, every conversation that you have with anybody else in the game is like a short little clip or cutscene. Mm -hmm. So you see your character interacting with them on a much deeper level than you would in a lot of games where, you know, it doesn't switch to that cutscene. And I don't know about you guys, but I, I get like super personal, like attached to my character when I see every cutscene and, you know, like after customizing it and stuff. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, maybe it's just me getting all emotional. I'm kidding. Go on. Yeah, and I guess another thing around all the cinematics or like cutscenes that they go to in this game, whereas like games like Lost Ark, that just a lot of the story and conversation is just like your character standing there in front of their character and you're supposed to read something and that's supposed to tell you what's going on in the story, whereas this one... It's way more entertaining yes. to watch them have a conversation together. It's like it's like a little short movie for every quest that you get to kind of watch, and then you get the story in that way. And I'm finding I never skip these because I, I want to like, I want to hear what they have to Shocking. say. Like you learn more, way more about the characters. Like I don't want to read a paragraph or two like every time there's a quest to like figure out what's the significance of it. Like if I have to read anything, I'm just gonna skip it all. But if, it's, but if I get to watch them like play it out and have a conversation about it, like I, I'm all for that. I, I want to sit back and watch that. You're obviously attached to your character, too. I mean, well, yeah, more so, but it's because of the delivery. Yeah, um, and also, like, yeah. the emotions of your character is shown in, like, when they're having a conversation with the NPCs in there, and there's a cutscene, you know? It actually shows, like, you know, your anger, your frustration, your, your in denial. All that look is, like, in there. Versus like in in Lost Ark or other games where you just like press spacebar, spacebar, and you're just like standing there looking around doing nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, even in like, I, I guess I could also reference World of Warcraft since we played that one a lot. But like yeah. the quests in there, like I'm not reading the quest log or the quest journal. Like I'm not really paying attention to what they're saying. You know, That's I'm just taking the quest and okay, where on the map is it going to take me to? That's Unless true. it's like a cinematic, um, then obviously never skip those like i want to watch that like that's the way i want to take my story in and this game mm -hmm. does nothing but that 100 percent of the time so i mm -hmm. love it because of that yeah although if you play it multiple times like with different characters and you might just want to skip it or not that's true if you remember like a scene and exactly how it went and you just played through these levels like a few days ago and you've already watched all of it and you want to skip it then like that totally makes sense to me because yeah. you've already been there you've already watched it mm -hmm. you're usually playing it again because you want to experience like a different class or a different set of weapons or something yeah. and not because you want to go through all of the story again when you just did it so that makes also what i like about it is that it has like this kind of plot twist like right from the start without it... ruining it for anybody in case anybody decides to play this game because it's not yeah that old. it's like a year old but uh, but I'm just saying, like, plot twists as in, like, you did mention, like, we're in another planet. And then in the beginning, Kevin was like, oh, it looks just exactly like Earth. <laughs> it did. Like, the very first place you land looks just like Earth. Except until you come across, like, the weird animals and stuff that are on this planet. Yeah. Um, but, 
Yeah. I think- but then everything changes after that. Everything changes. I'm just saying that like it's just that plot twist just in the beginning of the game when you play, you're just like, meh. And then suddenly it just like changes. And this is just in the prologue. I'm telling you, like once you play the prologue, you will be hooked on it. Like Just be careful which characters you get attached to because they definitely do the whole Game of Thrones thing where they pull, pull characters away from you that you are starting to like a little bit. So don't get too attached to anybody. It's a dangerous world out there, and they show <laughs> that in the story and how they write, write it all out. So um, definitely enter- entertaining. Um, like yeah. you said, a lot of plot twists. It's like... Like, what? I was not expecting that at all. And that's not sarcasm. I know I kind of said that dully, but no, really, like, there's a lot of times where, like, you just look at look at Joanne, because we're playing along at the same time, playing through this together, and we're yeah. like, no way, <laughs> did that really just happen? Shock. It's entertaining. I love games with a good story. It's yep. always fun to get a game like this every once in a while. And it's also fun that you could play it with, like, each other as a co-op, but... Even then, in the cinematic, it's just you. Like, it doesn't show... I mean, except for one time, I think. But most of the time, it's just me in the cinematic. Like, like as if I'm the main character. And... Which I kind of like that. Yeah. That, that's more fun because we feel like... We both feel like we're the main character, yes. even though we're doing it together. Like, it's how we live like, our life, you know? Okay. Even though, like, we all know Joanne's my sidekick and all this. Oh, like, please. It makes each other feel like we're, you know, we're both Batman. And I'm Batman. You're Robin. Robin. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm Anyways, so do you have any more to say about it, or should we? I just mean, hop we're on gonna to... say more as we go through yeah, the ratings. I think so. I'm sure, but um, yeah, we can go ahead and jump in. So, hey. on the first category of convenience, Joanne, what do you think about the convenience of this game? I would say it's very convenient. I mean, you have like so every time you go to a new place, and um, they'll let you like capture the place with your flag you know and that's where your travel points would be with the flags that you've captured so i think that's easy and then every time we die while fighting not that i died that many times i don't I think, think we ever died i did i, I, mean, I, I did we, twice, we can I revive think. each other which we've done that you've revived we've... me once and then i can revive myself once so you get to revive yourself once and then if you die again your partner has to revive you and and you just technically revive like right there on the battlefield without anything being reset you know like full health and you get to fight the boss again i mean like together continue just continue fighting not restart fighting it so yeah, but that think, was convenient if we, if we would have both died then we we would technically would have gotten like a game over and i don't know what would have happened because that's we've never had that happen yet um, you're so I, pro I think, yeah i <laughs> I don't know if I'd say it's because we're really good. No, the game kidding. seems like really easy so far, and I don't so even far. know what difficulty. I think we're like on the second difficulty. I don't even think there's friendly fire. Like I mean, yeah. like that's damage a good from thing, friendly fire. I'm pretty sure you would have. It's clear one region or area. Like they don't respawn, they don't come back, they don't wander around the level. Um, and usually, only like once you enter like a new area, you'll kind of like trigger. I guess like this mini battle. Where yeah. everybody like runs out and starts shooting at you. Like little hordes of enemies. But I feel like if you just wanted to like leave, if you're at a safe spot and just like leave the game, you're not gonna come back and be dead or something like that. So yep. it feels like safe to kind of get up and leave at that point. Especially if you're playing with somebody else that can make sure you don't die like while you're away. Yeah, um, I know Kevin's got my back. 
Yeah, I'm <laughs> basically a giant meat shield that can't die in the game. So I just yeah. have like tons of health regeneration, and like unless I'm taking a ton of damage at a time, like I just regen it all right back. And then plus a lot of my abilities are like kind of defensive. So yeah, I have not died yet, but I got pretty close on a couple of those boss fights. And I'd also say the boss fights are really cool, although it has nothing to do with convenience, so I don't know why I'm talking about it here. <laughs> but so far, the boss fights have been pretty epic. Yep. Um, I would say. So, can I give my rating? It's 10 out of 10. For... 10 out of 10 on convenience, okay. I think wow. it's pretty convenient for me. I mean, I'm happy so far that we don't have, like, trouble going from a place to another place, you know, like... It's pretty easy to jump in and, you know, you spawn into the game the same point that you were at when you quit the game. Um, so, I mean, the quests take a little bit of time to do, but it kind of seems like you can quit in the middle of a quest and then come back and finish it off later, and it's not really that big of a deal. What about you? What do you rank your convenience of this? Uh, before I do that, one other thing I would mention on the convenience is we've never like had to manually save or like wait to a checkpoint or that kind of thing. Yes. Oh, it's auto just, save. We're like, okay, well, are we done? Like, okay, let's just quit. And then so when we're done for the day, we just quit the game and then you know, it, it had automatically saved and we'll join back in at the exact same point. So it's really easy to leave the game whenever you need to. Oh yeah, and I do have to mention, like in our second stream of this um, Outriders, I think um, I, I lost internet connection or something. We got disconnected, so the stream stopped abruptly, and I was like panicking, like, "Oh no, am I going to like lost everything?" And then I, when I reconnected, I just went back into the game, and everything was still safe. It was like auto save, even though like you abruptly. Seat. so did that you, was pretty good did you actually get kicked out of the game though yeah i did i mean because it was dc it just said like um server disconnected or something oh i don't think that ever popped up for me like i don't think i noticed that i lost internet connection in game i only noticed it because the stream ended yeah oh. so i was worried i don't know maybe because i was host or something but yeah i didn't even notice in game it made no difference but interesting. So anyways, yeah, I've been dodging it, but my uh, rating for convenience, not able to give it a 10 because I don't what? think it's the perfect convenient game for a couple of reasons. Just because like the, when you're in combat, like and when you when you are fighting enemies, you're fighting like 100 enemies like at a time where it's like kind of wave after wave after wave. And it kind of feels unrelentless and it's like so action packed and you can't really just like pause it or something. So I don't think it's perfect. Like it's a perfect score for convenience. So I give it an eight out of ten, which is still way high far for above you. average. That's pretty good yep. for for convenience. So yeah, eight out of ten right there. Next category on communication. Joanne, what do you think about the communication required in this game, and what would you rate it? Well, because we're playing it together, I would say it is important, but it's not necessary, I don't think. Yeah, I think we were even just saying that like one of us could go AFK and the other one could handle everything on their own. Yeah. That kind of just tells me, uh, maybe it's just because of the difficulty that we're playing on, but a lot of communication is not really required. I mean, most of it was like the communication that you and I have would be like where 
the chests are like hey i found loot here come here and then i'll go there or let's attack the enemy like strategy wise we do it's pretty straightforward we know where we're going or which quest we're gonna do that's what we talk about but or like even on the story where if we'll be like yeah oh did you catch that so and so yes is so and so or like oh i wonder whether going with this story like we'll kind of talk about our ideas of where we kind of see the story uh, going forward or something like that but as far as like the combat like i'll occasionally say like okay i'm going in yeah. you know i'm like i'll charge in there and like use all my abilities on everybody or like i'll use my shield and like block stuff so that joanne can kind of pop out and like blow everybody up with her, all her fire abilities so yeah. um there's a couple of things like that but like not really necessary or like required on like the combat communication and then like you said most of it is just like oh make sure you grab this item that was on the ground that helped though because the map is kind of big sometimes and then you can tell me where the loots are and yeah a lot of the like chests that give you a lot of the loot in the game are not right out in the open there's yeah. like these weird side paths that you have to take to get to them so it's easy to miss you don't know they're there so that's why we're usually pointing those out to each other mm -hmm. but communication not really so huge so what did you think out of 10 on this this one i'm gonna give it more than average um only because it's in a gamer couple slash gamer parents point of view like i think it's a good game to play together and even though if you don't really talk that much during the game at least you have something to talk about after the game so i'm gonna give it a seven okay seven out of ten that's not bad how about you um, so I kind of already talked about what I thought about the communication, so I'll jump right into my rating. I give it a 6 out of 10. Okay, pretty close. Yeah, so still kind of the same thing. I think it's slightly better. I think it helps because the story is so good and engaging. It gets us mm -hmm. talking about it. Mm -hmm. So there, that's some communication right there, but as far as the actual gameplay, I, don't, I think it, that's kind of more of where it lacks yep. on the communication required. Mm-hmm. And then how about the story, the next category? I know this is one we've already been talking up a lot. Yeah, we talk um, about the story the entire time. I'll be surprised if you don't give it a 10, but I'm giving it a 10. I think the story is perfect. I mean, right from the start. I mean, I know we're almost nearing towards the end of it because I read somewhere that like it's actually 40 to 60 hours of gameplay to complete the whole thing. And I know we've been playing it quite a bit. Maybe 30 hours. I don't know. Or less. Probably less. Yeah, but, we might have to go through with another class, though, after yeah. this. So, so I, would, I just say the story is really cool. Like, how the plot twists and how the graphics and cinematics and, like I said, the character creation. I'm going for a 10. What about you? I'm dying to know why you're giving it. Yeah, so for the story, and this is just testament to, like, how much I'm enjoying it. I'm trying to stick just to, like, the primary quests. Because, you know, we only have like two weeks and then we got to have to jump into the next game. So, you know, I don't want to spend too much time doing side quests. But because even the side quests almost feel like primary quests because, because you know, it goes into like a short cinematic where you're talking to somebody about whatever is going on. And the side quests even feel... It's not like, oh, go, you know, help this old lady pick apples and bring them back or like... You know, it, it doesn't feel as like meaningless. It's it feels like you're you're going. You know, a lot of the side quests even are like, oh, go find and rescue this person, or this person's missing, 
you know, figure out where they are or, you know, you're like taking down like a gang in the city or something like that's like a bigger deal. It, it feels more like a primary quest, like a main quest than a, than a side quest. So like I'm keep getting pulled into the side quests for like even mm-hmm. the little bit of story that, yeah. that they're giving me um, in addition to like the main quests, which are even better and like are really in, pulling me back in. So I, I, this one was a little bit harder. So um, it's not the perfect story, what? in my opinion. Um, I think there's a couple other games where I enjoy the story more. But then those are also like Final Fantasy games. <laughs> um, yeah. So Square Enix, very good at storytelling, but it still gets a nine from me on the story, which is still really good. It's just not a 10. It's a nine. That's a lot. Okay. So on repeatability, Joanne, what do you think? Um, I think this depends on your curiosity. Like I'm just in for the story and I love my pyromancer abilities. So I think when we're done with the story, I'm done with the game pretty much. I don't think I'll be like playing it over and over again, unlike Witcher. <laughs> so I think the repeatability for this, it's pretty low for me. I mean, you're talking about like once the game is over, right? Or yeah, I mean, pretty much. You know how how much can you get out of the game? Can you um, play it at length? Can you repeat the game over again and have just as much or similar amounts of fun in it and all that? So I guess with that in perspective. Yeah, I'll say the repeatability. If I do miss miss the whole. Um, futuristic shooter slash spells kind of thing then i'll go back to it but otherwise i would give it a two out of ten two out of ten okay um now for me on the repeatability and it's not because of the story because i get nothing out of going and playing a new story again at least not like so soon like this game knocks out of the park for me and i love the story Maybe in a few years I go back and replay it and like dive back into the story again, but it's not something that like I would play back to back over again um, for the story. That is now because they have different classes and it feel, kind of would feel like a different experience playing a different class and going through it again. Like I could kind of see picking a, a second class and playing the game as that class instead. Um, I could kind of see that happening now just with the amount of time that we have to actually play games and we're trying to review different ones and you know play different games together that's probably not going to happen although mm-hmm. you know if we didn't have this podcast and the schedule that we're trying to run I could definitely see playing through this a second time I don't know if we'd finish it a second time but I could see at least starting a second run I mean, if they're going to have like an extra, what do you call it? Um, downloadable content. Expansion like, Yeah, expansion something. kind of thing. Um, I would definitely check it out. But otherwise... It would well, yeah, because that would at least add more stories too. Yeah. So they come out with an expansion and that adds on to the story and you get to experience a little bit more of this world. Oh, that would be cool, yeah. So I didn't give my rating, but on repeatability, it's a 7. Me. What? So that's so different. We're 
between you and me. This yeah, and that's that's fine because for me, I'm having I'm enjoying the story and the combat and everything. Mm-hmm. But I think for you, it's mostly the story. So that makes sense that the repeatability is low because gotcha. story doesn't repeat as well as gameplay and all that. Yeah, so that's why I say it depends on how curious you are. Like if you want to see how different abilities or weapons and stuff, you know, combat styles, then you would definitely want to do it more. The repeatability will be higher for you. But for me, I'm just in for the story. Yeah, so last category is on fun. Oh, man. What are you giving this Outriders for fun? Um, I mean, there's a lot of other games that are fun, like, but it's because this is unique, you know, like other games are fun, like Witcher is fun, this is fun, Dark Souls is fun, Final Fantasy is fun, a lot of games are fun, but this one is just unique, so I'm going to go for 9. It's really fun for me, because it's unique, kind of fun. Yeah, um, for me, I'm kind of similar in there. Um, you know, we kind of talked about what makes this game fun for me is that it kind of builds together the um, shooting, third-person shooter, and you know the spells and uh, skill tree and all the stuff that you get too. I would say it's it's not amazing at either one, but just the fact that you kind of get them both in one game it makes it fun and appealing for me. Um, I'm giving it an 8 out of 10 on the fun. So that's still, Close enough. That's still good. Yeah. I'm still really enjoying this game. I think if it didn't have either one of those, the uh, spells side and the shooting. guns and shooting yeah. side and all that, it would be a lackluster game. But just the fact that it kind of throws both in there and they're combining it all in one title, um, it's definitely a fun game for me. So I give it an 8 out of 10 on fun. Fair and just enough. adding up the totals here, I think we both came out to 38 out of 50. Really? I don't know if you added up your own at all. Yeah, but then I had one that it was two, and then yours was like seven, so I thought Yeah, we but I mean, you, you rated it really high on convenience and story and communication and fun, <laughs> higher than me. So, so we both came out to the exact same score out oh, of wow. 50, but it's interesting because... Like, we were not the same on any category, exactly. Right? Yeah. And repeatability, we were way off. Even, like, convenience, you rated it quite a bit higher than, than me. So, we definitely liked the game for slightly different reasons. But we and came out to the exact same number, which was interesting. That's okay, because it still kind of gives a gamer parent perspective, gamer couple perspective, because... No couples are the same. You and your spouse might be different. Which makes it important to pick games wisely that both people can enjoy. Um, so that we have quite a few on our list where we both like them a lot or the same amount. Mm-hmm. And other games, you know, like Forza, <laughs> that were very one-sided and one of us did not like it very much. Or wonder who. And we even lost Ark. You're, you were enjoying that one a lot more yes. than me. So that's just vice versa. So you're not going to like the same game. So yeah. experiment a little bit on what games you want to play together. And Game Pass is a great way to do that because you don't have to pay for full title to play it together. You just don't like it. Move on to the next one and find ones that you guys like to play together. So yeah. 
give and take. Best way to do it, in my opinion. Yes, I agree. And it's just fun because you have stuff to talk about every week when you try a different game. <laughs> yes, speaking of a different game, uh, next week we will be streaming a new game. So whatever the game of the week is going to be, we don't know what that is yet, but it'll be something cool, I'm sure. So check it out on Tuesday, 9.30 p.m. Central Time. So looking forward to seeing anybody tune in for that. Uh, otherwise, that wraps up our Outriders review. I don't know if we're done playing the game. I kind of want to see the rest of the story. So Yeah, we're still playing it. Although you've Googled <laughs> it a little bit. and Don't Google I was it. looking over your shoulder while you were doing it, and I no. read something that I wish I would not have. Spoiler now I, now alert. I know yeah, don't Google one it. Of the, what happens to one of the characters, and I wish I didn't know that. I know, because we are already attached yeah, to him. We're going to get to that point of the story, and I'm going to be like, yep, I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> I already knew this because we read about it. it I, I don't like that. You have like a bad habit of reading things like ahead, so that's it's not mm -hmm. like a surprise anymore. I don't know, I don't I don't know how you do that. But it's anxiety for me. That whole that. suspense is killing me. What if, what if? So anyways, I still want to get through the story, um, so maybe we'll just speed through the rest of the primary quests before we jump into the next game, but um, we will we get to showcase the next one on Tuesday, and I Hopefully. can't wait to get into another new game. Yeah. That's all that we have for you this week. Um, hope to see you joining the stream on Tuesday, and we will talk to you guys next week. Bye-bye.